What is a swimming pool? A large rectangular tank that holds water or something much more? Yes, we are absolutely talking about children's piss, but also chlorine that screams swimming pool even before the water touches our body. And survival instincts that get kicking before we start kicking practice in the water. A swimming pool could be a new world where Newton's gravity dissolves in the pool and we float. Fear is quenched with gulps of chlorinated water and the life of Pi seems to resonate with our own in that moment. The water's current that first scared us anchors us and we begin to sympathize with Hemingway's old man at the sea. The light bends off the water and challenges our perception. Are we in fact seeing what is being seen? In this audio library, you will be suspended in a pool of stories. Stories of swimming pools and memories, identity and survival, life lessons and surely some fun. Being a competitive swimmer for the past 16, almost 17 years of my life, I have a lot of experiences in a swimming pool. And some of my most memorable and funny ones are from when I was younger and I was training at uh, the Lady Andal School swimming pool, which is in Chetput, Chennai, uh, for Arca swim team. And we've had some crazy things happen there and my favorite stories are when we find random things in the pool um there was a time when we were all just having a normal practice and we were doing a kicking set a kicking workout with a kickboard and we we're all just chatting and along with us was a water snake and <laughs> we all got out of the pool as quick as we can and uh, Another time we were just finishing up practice and in the corner of the pool were two frogs, you know, mating. That was their thing. They were having fun. And there was another time when we found a whole chicken skull on the bottom of the pool, which um pretty sure was dropped down by some crow or something that was flying by. But that was terrifying. But I think the my favorite one story to tell is when uh, we were doing another uh, kicking workout using the kickboard. And I, we had like six people in my lane and we were, you know, going up and down the pool. And when I put my face in the water, I, the pool is only like three to four feet deep and... When I looked out at the bottom, there seemed to be this crumpled up, it looked like crumpled up leaves. 
I was like, oh, that's weird. Why are these leaves, like, purplish black? And I was like, oh, maybe they're just, like, I don't know, rotting. And I was telling my other friends in the lane, and we were all, like, kicking past it. It was, like, on the bottom of the pool, so we would pass it every lap we were going. And I kept trying to figure out what it was. And then it was, like, the seventh or eighth time I'm passing this ball of leaves, and I see a face. And I start screaming, and everyone starts screaming, and then we get this huge um, net with a stick on the end, and we pull it out, and we realize it was a bat. It was a dead bat, and the thing that I thought was the veiny leaves were actually the bat wings, and it was just, yeah, that was scary. So remember, everyone, (laughs) swimming pools apparently are not just for humans. Sherlyn Devadasan is an avid reader, a competitive and professional swimmer with a smile that dives from the face to the eyes, splashing the jubilance all over the onlookers. Now studying and swimming at the Seattle University, she's seen some years of growing up in Chennai. Between living here and there, the swimming pool has been her constant. All right, so... My journey with water, of course, started way early in life when I used to visit beaches in Rameshwaram from my hometown in Madurai. However, one of my first, uh, or rather one of the first experiences that I remember distinctly with water occurred in the east, which was in this tiny uh, town called Hashimara, which is on the border with Bhutan. So there is a river called Torsa, which runs through these parts, and it's a tributary of the Brahmaputra River. This river during the monsoon months goes crazy. It uh, swells to about double its size. Uh, There are always cases of the banks caving because of the increased flow of water. And it was a river that I loved swimming in because it was very clean, kind of shallow. And it was the closest river to my house. Uh, My friends and I, often my family and I, used to find ourselves going to Torsa on the weekends, uh, stepping down to our underwear, just going out for a swim. You could occasionally see elephants, a herd of elephants walking across the river. And my first experience with swimming in a body of water came from Torsa River. Torsa River was also the river which I almost first drowned in. (laughs) I was about seven years old at this time. And again, it was a general casual weekend away from the school. Decided to go swimming. And the water had had swelled up. just the day prior due to heavy rains. Me being the adventurous seven-year-old brat I was, jumped into the river because I was like, "Eh, I've been here before, but you don't underestimate uh, what water can do. And what happened was I misgaged my step and instead of landing on a rock, which would have held me, I landed in a patch of grass, which (laughs) collapsed under me and I promptly started drowning. (laughs) I cannot feel anything under my feet. My lungs are filling up with water. What do I do? So I decided, like a stupid seven-year-old, to shout for my dad, which resulted in more water going into me. But at the end of it, I got pulled out. I found it kind of amusing that I almost drowned. But that was the first experience I had with water that was quote-unquote bad. Ten. My dad moved to a town in Punjab on the western border. Now, this town, um, again, it wasn't a, really a town other than the military installations. 
and their swimming pool their swimming pool was a, a tank that they they used to resupply the fire fighting vehicles with so it was just a large tank which was quite deep which they converted into a swimming pool and this conversion process left it with a very steep gradient of depth so usually when you have pools they start from maybe 3 feet and go up to 8 feet of depth right this started at 4 feet and went up to 10 feet and the the pool was only about 5 to 6 meters long so it was it was a pretty steep pool my dad was determined throughout this time to make me learn swimming and during the summer holidays when he finally got the time he was like you know what why don't i come to the pool with you so he started me off with some basic drills uh, you know holding the edge of the pool laying flat and trying to get your propulsion down with your feet or trying to get the hang of how exactly to position your body while you're mid stroke but that doesn't really teach you how to swim right like swimming is essentially keeping yourself afloat keeping yourself moving in the direction you want to move in and making sure you can breathe fine the whole time right now i got down the part of moving where i wanted to i got down the part of floating but i could not really get the part down where i had to breathe and control every aspect of my movement holistically now this went on the whole training regimen went on for about a week a week and a half and it took away from my playing time in the pool and converted it into training time in the pool i told him you know what this is not really working out you know how about how about you do your swimming and i'm going to go play around with my friends sounds nice and my dad said okay all right you know i'm going to go i'm going to leave but if you really do want to play i give you one challenge if you do that you can go play whenever you want to you know no more training from my side so what his deal was he asked me to blindfold my eyes which i promptly did because i trust my dad you know great great 10 year old um and he threw me in at the deep end yeah that was like 10 feet deep <laughs> that's about it um what that did was it awoken my instinct to swim and despite being blindfolded i could actually swim and come up and take breaths so despite being scared to death i found out i could swim and i mean for that has changed my life for the better you know i after after all of this we got posted to trivandrum which was a beach and that is where i finally got to swim in the sea harman is a lover of the bizarre with his interests ranging from marine biology to political theory you can find him searching for every opportunity to debate until his last breath when he is not up on a dais he is seen on the virtual streets of the internet engaging in rap battles and freestyle it was one of those dark and cloudy evenings looking at the rain drizzle outside my window i jumped into my swimsuit mom had gone to visit my grandma so i had the whole evening to myself and thus i had decided to do everything that my mom would forbid me to for most people rains bring sorrow movies are also likely to shower some water when a catastrophe occurs but for me i waited for the rains to come so i could jump into the pool and dance in the water despite it being ice cold 
on this particular evening my younger sister had decided to join me we were partners in crime whenever we got an opportunity to disobey our parents we did it unitedly for it was easier to face the music together especially when our parents would scold us later if we got sick so here we were tiptoeing to the clubhouse in our fancy little bathrobes ready to tear them apart and dive in the pool i was always the one to test the waters dipping my feet to see if we would freeze or not my sister on the other hand was the kind who never took the first risk i remember her saying just dive in didi that's when the cold hits you less and so i did and boy was it cold <laughs> i remember us shivering stroke after stroke as our bodies tried to adjust the temperature our favorite part was just floating around and letting the rain hit our face the best part of swimming under water and watching the raindrops meeting the surface of the pool it felt like heaven it felt like freedom with no sound beneath just the abysmal water drawing out the thoughts in my head that is what swimming meant to me it was my time with my thoughts it was the only me time i granted myself this one is to the elements of nature that grant us the time space and energy to meet with our own selves and our thoughts Sanyukta is a solo traveler, an art gallery enthusiast, and a passionate photographer. Her affair with flowers finds resonance in watercolors, and amid her curls on days devoted to the sultry streets of Bombay. One can find her sipping chai and reading the Fleabag scripts on a rainy afternoon. Okay, this is not exactly a swimming. pool story this was the time when i was studying 9th grade all my friends they know how to swim they used to go together to nearby ponds lakes have lots of fun i used to feel kind of left out after that i asked my dad to teach me swimming and all he agreed and he told me that he'll take me to the nearest pond the next day morning so the next day morning i was ready excited and all he doesn't take me to a pond but he takes me to a huge well which is like 20 to 25 or feet depth and sufficient enough to drown myself so he asked me uh, how much do you think the depth of the well will be will be by the time i answer he threw me in the well i was scared to hell was literally asking for help was drowning my mouth was filled with water i couldn't talk my dad was from the top he was just saying do cycle do cycle you will learn how to swim just do cycle i was doing that i don't i was lost then suddenly he jumps uh, take helps me save my life so we were there in the well for 2 3 hours within that 2 3 hours uh, i learned how to swim yeah that's it cricket street theater tamil films lasting friendships and an occasional milkshake are some of the loves of khaja hussain a second time storyteller for our audio library you'd see him in the nearby friend in need zone trying his best to help
In the scorching sun of the summer afternoon, there's a serenity in the pool. So you enter the premise and suit up. It's a long chain of bright gaps and eccentric swimsuit designs, all moving towards the shower, chit-chatting in their hushed, muted tones. You shower and run, but the urge to dive right in the pool has to wait. So you stand and watch the red hues of potassium permanganate sneak in between your toes. A few seconds later, the army ustad blows his whistle, alerting you that the pool is now open. It's one trick after the other to see who can do the best dive. Everyone, line up against the boards and dive on my account, the ustad shouts. And suddenly, you see bright faces get tanned as the smiles come alive. You try new strokes, float on your back for a little while, and then do the butterfly on a cold canvas that you just can't resist. Diving into the deeper end, you hear whispers of your name fading, exploring them in a single breath. It's as if the troubles of your teenage years cease to exist. One lap after the other and a whirlpool of emotions later, the whistle blows again. Osad, sir, just 10 more minutes, now please, just 10 more minutes, please. Just 10 meters high you stand for one last time as you watch the sunset from the heights of the diving board. The air is now cold and the sky glistens in shades of pink. You look at the water shining in steel shimmers and think to yourself, one last jump and the sun would set. One last jump and today's pool time comes to an end. You walk out of the pool, dripping with the chlorinated scent, seemingly secure in yourself. For what started with the scorching sun of the summer afternoon ended with serenity by the pool. Parth Sharma is a lover of finer things in life. His passion for literature and philosophy are translated to the world through his writing. He enjoys trips to libraries, listening to Taylor Swift, and visiting open green spaces with his dog. I'm from Guwahati, and alarming floods are like a constant companion for us. Every year during the rainy season, a very peculiar activity would catch my attention. So from my balcony, I would see people building small bamboo boats and crossing the lanes because they would be neck deep in water. So when I was six, I kind of figured that it's not a fun activity as much of a tiring survival task. And I ended up deciding that I wanted to learn how to swim. Yeah, this was my six-year-old survival instincts playing out. So both my parents do not know how to swim. And that kind of boosted my resolve for swimming, though I was awfully scared of water. Now I have been swimming for 16 years and I've developed a spiritual connection with water. It gives me the utmost thrill. Water has become my safe zone. I laugh hysterically while swimming. I let out all my frustrations. I can cry peacefully while I'm in the pool. I have made my childhood best friend during my swimming lessons. And almost all my fun and exciting adventures revolve around water. I have always been a tiny petite girl. Though I joined swimming when I was seven years old, 
everyone in my stadium thought I was barely four. So I was always that kid everyone would love to play with and soon I became everyone's favorite. Though small, I was quick and agile and I used to love the sound of water splashing. So in about two years, water and I became inseparable. The blast of the whistle would make me pour my soul into the water and cut through it. I started participating in competitions and I won my first gold medal when I was eight. It was euphoric. I wore my favorite swimming costume, which was light blue in color with a small mermaid printed on it and my dark blue cap. And I had hundred spectators clapping and hooting for me. That day, the head coach of the stadium gave me my first ever title, Horu Mas. It is an Assamese word, which means small fish. Even today, when I travel back home and the very next day dive into my treasured pool, the security guard who has been in charge of that pool for 25 years, Das Dada, screams into the megaphone, Horu Mas Ahigol which translates to small fish is back and that's the highlight of all my holidays. Hailing from Guwahati, Janvi is known for her infectious energy which is often fondly compared to that of a German shepherd. Lurking around with a cup of coffee and armed with conversation starters ranging from fireflies to Foucault, she is widely acclaimed for her heartwarming presence. I am not a professional swimmer, however, I have a huge inclination towards swimming. I started learning how to swim when I was a teenager. So I joined a class nearby. It was the closest to my house and the most convenient one, of course. So uh, everything during my training days was perfect. I used to love water. I used to love swimming. I used to love the lessons. Everything was amazing. But there was this one particular thing about my training which I used to hate. It was a nightmare back then. It's a nightmare right now even. So we used to share our swimming pool with the kids. As in they used to learn their lessons in the same swimming pool with us. And our areas were divided via lanes. And it was really, really common for the kids to puke in the water. In, especially in their initial days. Throwing up was like not common in adults because for obvious reasons we could get out of the swimming pool do our job and come back but they had to do it in the water itself so that was very disgusting very very disgusting it has ruined many of my days (laughs) so if anybody ever would ask me for an advice regarding a swimming pool i would ask them to take classes where they do not have to share it with the kids Seriously, it's it's so bad. It's very bad. Divyanshi Pandey is an active basketball player, chess player, volleyball player, swimmer, and a complete joy bearer. Found frolicking around street food joints, Divyanshi is actually on the path of becoming an elite hotelier. She is a proud Indian and a prouder Nepalese resident and her dynamic presence is something you'd never want to get rid of. Most of us would associate swimming pools with summers, the exciting sound of water splashing, vacations and camps. 
Weirdly enough, my first encounter with a swimming pool was during December. And in Chennai, the weather is never too cold for a swim. Back in 2008, I think I was in grade 4 uh, and my mom told me that she was putting me in a swimming class along with a few other kids from the neighborhood. After unwrapping and looking at my new swimsuit, the cap, the goggles for a thousand times, the day had finally come. It was the month of Margari and I woke up to sharp baritones chanting the Tirupavai so loudly. I had never been to a pool before and I was quite excited. With all my gear stuffed into a sling bag, I entered the pool's compound holding my mom's hand. Right then, a strong whiff of chlorine occupied the air with a fear of water that I never knew existed. Mom got me changed and the class began. The coach made us paddle and taught us how to float. Less than an hour into the class, he began dragging all of us one after the other into the deeper part of the pool just to make us understand that we cannot possibly drown. The kids who were before me in line seemed to be brave enough, but I was anxiously waiting to beg him to let me go. Before I could gather my words and say anything, I was pulled in. I was drowning and all I could see was a bright white light. It was terrifying. After what felt like hours of struggle and fret, my coach was finally convinced to pull me up. I got out panting and my head was spinning around the pool. I ran up to my mom and I told her I wanted to quit the swim class. She convinced me quite sternly to continue. I managed to put up with the class until I learned to swim and soon swimming was added to my list of half-baked skills that went unpursued. It is sort of funny when I think about it today, but the incident made me so hydrophobic. So much that even today when I visited the same pool with my friends recently, and I'm actually tall enough to swim through the deeper part of the pool, I just couldn't because I was so paranoid and scared. Aarti Venkatesh is a Tamarian to the bone. There is nothing that cannot be fixed with some rasam, urulai kirangakai, and curd rice. Among the few who've been gifted with a beautiful voice, she ardently listens to music by A.R. Rahman, and can sing them too. Sound and noise lose their meaning, and you, like a fish in a tank, don't care about the tourist. But, alas, unlike Nemo, you are not a Disney movie star. So finally, with a heavy heart and heavy clothes, you leave the pool, carrying the weight of its water, some chlorine and some bittersweet memories. <laughs>